It's Tuesday, September 23, 2014. Hundreds of thousands took to the streets of New York today, demonstrating for action on climate change. Green News Report special coverage, Climate Week 2014. We have to do something. Today is the day. The People's Climate March. If we do not take action now, we will have to pay much more. The protests on Wall Street. You can make history or you will be vilified by it. And the special U.N. Climate Summit. The alarm bells keep ringing. Our citizens keep marching. We cannot pretend we do not hear them. We have to answer the call. All of that special coverage and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And today I call on all countries to join us. Not next year or the year after that, but right now. Wait, to join you in bombing people or to save the planet? This all gets so confusing. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, our Nobel Peace Prize winner took time from bombing a war-ravaged country to speak to the U.N. later in the afternoon about climate change. (laughs) Yes, he did. And his speech followed on what was the single largest demonstration on climate change in world history. We're near the very front of the People's Climate March, and the sign behind me reads, Front Lines of Crisis, Forefront of Change. When we, uh, as activists, as, as people of faith who really care about this, step out and do something bold, it creates the space for others to step out and be bold. Final estimates put the People's Climate March in New York City on Sunday at about 400,000 people, way over estimates, stretching over 25 city blocks, tens of thousands more in satellite rallies in cities all around the world, demanding bold action at the special United Nations Climate Summit in New York. The march in New York City was amazing. They actually had to st- Stop at 10 blocks early because it took so long for uh, the paraders to get through. And, of course, it was covered by really almost no one, at least as far as the networks go, which is amazing to me. Can you imagine if there were that many Tea Partiers protesting against climate action? It would be wall-to-wall on every network. Although, we should point out, NBC Nightly News was the only evening news show to cover the People's Climate March. Amazing. United Nations Secretary General Ban Ki-moon himself marched with the demonstrators, saying there is no alternative to action. There is no... Plan B, because we do not have planet B. Next, on Monday, reminiscent of Occupy Wall Street, about 100 people were arrested in New York's financial district at a massive sit-in. Over 1,000 people showed up to the Flood Wall Street demonstration. One organizer said on Twitter, the People's Climate March was about solutions, but Flood Wall Street was, quote, pointed at who is at fault for blocking climate action. That would be Wall Street and the fossil fuel industry profiteers period. They are the ones blocking everything. Monday also saw the launch of the sixth annual Climate Week in New York City, an international nonprofit event focused on sustainability. U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry opened up Climate Week with new commitments from the U.S. to assist developing nations, including a new World Bank program to create a methane emissions trading market to attract private investment. It doesn't cost more To deal with climate change, it costs more to ignore it and to put our head in the sand and continue down this road of obfuscation and avoidance. 
All of these events were timed to pressure world leaders at the special U.N. climate summit on Tuesday, pushing government and business leaders to mobilize the political will to prepare for final U.N. climate treaty negotiations in Paris in 2015. At the U.N. climate summit, President Obama pushed for all nations to work together to meet the challenge. We are the first generation to feel the impact of climate change and the last generation that can do something about it. Obama announced new executive orders requiring the U.S. government to factor in climate impacts when making new international development decisions. Tyranny. He also pointedly called out China to step up alongside the U.S. as the world's two biggest emitters, saying all nations must work together on this challenge. We can only succeed in combating climate change if we are joined in this effort by every nation, developed and developing alike. Nobody gets a pass. And at least from what we heard at the U.N. summit, it seems like China doesn't want to pass. They seem to be interested in playing along, despite what the uh, Republicans in this country like to pretend. Yeah, and it's not only China that is stepping up. It's major international organizations and big corporations like Apple and Ikea and Mars and the heirs of the Rockefeller Family Foundation, whose billion-dollar fortune was built on standard oil. Yeah, that's amazing. They announced they are divesting from fossil fuels and Entirely. When the Rockefellers are running from oil, you know the world is changing. Getting worried, fossil fuel industry? Good. For much more on Climate Week and all of the coverage out there, because it wasn't on the networks, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, download our reports anytime via TuneIn, Stitcher, or iTunes. And find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Turn and face the strange.